I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. Welcome to Very Unreasonable Things. This episode, we are talking about Demon Knight. And once again, we are joined by Courtney Sanders. Hello. How are you doing, Courtney? It's great to have you back yet again. I'm good. Happy to be back yet again. Fantastic. Excited about this one. It's been a while. It has been. Long time. <laughs> yeah, it's, we really hope I remember how this center. goes. So we got Courtney on this episode because this is one of her movies that she picked out and we're happy to talk about it. So got Josh Lindsay here with us. How do Daniel Sanders? Hey everybody. And myself, Billy Bone. And we're glad to have you listening. Thank you for being here. So like I said, we're talking about Demon Knight. So Courtney, before we get started about it, this is your movie. Tell us your history. This is another, uh, everyone I've been on has been, oh, this is one of my favorite movies, but I mean it this time. Um, <laughs> Billy Zane's best movie. That's a hill I'll die on. I'm willing to argue that if need be. But um, I love this movie. I don't remember, like I remember Tales from the Crypt in the show. I don't remember their other big blockbuster movie, but this one, hey, Courtney, I could probably recite word for word. There, there wasn't another big blockbuster Tales from the Crypt movie. What was it? There yeah, was another the movie. One. There was another movie, but it wasn't a blockbuster. It was well, Bordello of Blood. Well, it was their attempt at like yeah, a big Bordello movie. You know. We almost watched that last night. But I love this movie in particular. Like I said, I think it's Billy Zane's best movie. Because of it, I think he looks funny with hair. <laughs> so. And I can't remember exactly when I watched it myself. It was probably when it came on VHS from the VHS store. But... Uh, <laughs> The good old VHS store. Yeah, the good old VHS store. Uh, for those of y'all that know, that's a call back to Daniel. But listen to the previous episodes, you get it. Yeah, so I don't, I don't remember the exact time I watched it. I just remember watching it. Like as I rented it, it was a good time. I remember enjoying it. But we're gonna dive into it. Josh, what about you, buddy? Yeah, this is uh, this movie does hold a special place for me because I lived my backyard. If you had to walk straight from my backyard and cross the street, there was a um, a rental store that I used to just spend my so many so many days just there. They they had uh, you know this is nineteen ninety five. This is prime like baseball cards, football cards. They would have football cards and baseball card packs there, and of course, as a young movie lover, I would just spend my days there and they would give me old posters and cardboard cutouts of movies and I was there all the time so and they gave me this big cardboard standout of Demon Knight I, th- I think even before I saw the movie I just I mean goddamn, 11 years old you know I'm in for Billy Zane best movie <laughs> <laughs> And I, I used to have it 
like just standing up in my room. Fucking demon night of all things. That's awesome. Yeah, and I always, I always had a special place uh, for this movie, and I hadn't seen it in probably twenty years. I, twenty years might be an exaggeration, but until we watched this, until we until we watched it for the podcast, and it was yeah, we'll get into it, but good times. Daniel, what about you, sir? Um, yeah, I saw it a long time ago, and uh, I remember liking it. And hell, I hadn't seen it in a while either. You know, whenever we talked about it, I was excited about it because I remember liking it. I remembered liking it, but uh, hadn't seen it in a hot minute because she'll watch it. But a lot of the times I miss the entire month of October (laughs) on the boat. So sometimes I'm not around to to catch it. It's one of my favorites. It's definitely one that gets watched fairly often. Like, unlike Shocker, which I hadn't seen in 20, 25 years, I do watch this one. If not once a year, every other year, for sure, because I love it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. I was very happy to come back to it and check it out. All right. Fantastic. I remember, and the movie came out in 1995, I remember myself the excitement about the fact that there was a Tales from the Crypt branded movie coming out. Because I'm, I'm sure, like myself, you guys remember the Tales from the Crypt TV show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's probably a few episodes that stand out in your mind. And unfortunately, right now, you can't go back and watch it because of rights issues. So you can't stream it, which kind of sucks. But for myself, the one episode that always stood out to mind was the one where the two guys were gambling against each other. It had Lance Henderson, and I cannot remember the dude's name, but he was another a bunch of other shit. And it got to the point where when they were gambling, they were gambling for body parts. So they would oh, chop nice. off f- fingers and limbs and shit. Did y'all see that episode? I, I, that sounds familiar. Crazy. Remember something like that. It was a cool episode. If you haven't seen it, I would say go back and watch it, but I don't know where you'd fucking find it. So, anyways, but I was super excited. I was super excited when there was like, oh, hey, we're going to have a Tales from the Crypt movie, and here it is, it's Demon Knight. And it's like, oh, wow, that sounds cool. Even the title sounded yeah. cool. It wasn't some. It's a double meaning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And, it, you know, and then, then you see like, the actors that was in the movie, you had Billy Zane, you had uh, William Sadler, you had Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Like you had some big names in there, maybe before they got to be mm-hmm. really big or whatever. But it, like in hindsight, you look at it and you're like, wow, this movie had some fucking people in it, right? Yeah. And, you know, William, well, I love Sadler, William Sadler in this. William, yeah, love Williams, it. William Sadler, you know, Mr. Fucking Ass Cheeks. From That's how I know Die Hard him. 2. That's how I always reference him. Whenever I see him, I was excited. I don't know about you guys, but when it first came out, like I was stoked. Mm-hmm. And it held right. up. It was All good. Right. Cool. I thought Josh had a thought, but I guess not. We'll move on. No, 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 no. Like, um, yeah, it's uh, Demonite was one of those movies to where it it needed to take place in 1995, and this might be one of the last movies. They used practical effects too. This movie was all practical effects. There was no mm-hmm. like CG work. There was some model work in it that I have yeah. in my notes that is fucking beautiful. I loved everything about this movie. Like, there's shit that you can laugh at because there is some stuff that just makes no sense, which, you know, we'll cover, of course. But the movie itself, I think it, 
I don't know. It's enjoyable. Like, we talked about the actors and shit. I arguably think this is legitimately Billy Zane's best movie. Like, I understand Tombstone and Titanic are two that I remember him vividly from. But as far as him being entertaining and ignorant... What it, he was like charismatic, and you're drawn mm. to his character in this. You know he's the bad guy, but you still are digging his character. I love him in this movie. No, he is. This movie allowed Zane to shine, and I don't. You know, I've heard some conflicting reports about the behind the scenes guy that he is. Oh, okay. But, but you know, he, he can be kind of an asshole, but. In this I can movie, see that. yeah, you kind of can. Yeah, <laughs> but in this one, man, like you said, he shines, and you know the uh, the sponge scene. Yes, that was totally his idea. Really? Like, yeah, I mean, it's like he went for it. He went for it with this character, and it shows because you're meant to hate Billy Zane, and but you, you do. do not. You but don't know. Don't because you do, you're like you know you're supposed to root against him, but you love but to see him. You love you want him more in the movie. Yeah, I love the like fluidity of his character, and he's very like he is on a mission, but he's having fun with it. Like it's serious, but not that serious. Everybody else is fighting for their life, and he's dancing up and down stairwells. Like he's. Just He's doing his thing. I love that about his character. the time of his life. Yeah. It's a game. It's a dance. Like, you know, when they when he first gets kicked out of the uh, hotel and he gets mad. And then, I love and, it. And then he, like, <laughs> uh, you know, makes himself bleed. Like, mm-hmm. the overacting that he's doing in that, it, it fits the movie. It fits yes. the style. And you're like, okay, I'm I'm in on this rod, yeah, because it's you're like now I gotta see what happens. Like, what the yeah. fuck are these things about to do? Yeah, it, little it, Baltimore looking fuckers <laughs> that come out of the ground and shit. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, I loved it. Like, uh, just be, it seems like y'all summed it up pretty much. But yeah, it's just fun to watch him. Yes. You know what I mean? He like, it's fun to see how he's going to fuck with the next person because he's showing them their fucking, you know, greatest desires to try to lure them, you know? But it's hilarious. And everybody's like, especially revol- Uncle Willie. You know what set. I mean? It's, so just, it's just hilarious. Uncle Willie's fan. You just wanted to see titties on the screen. No, but it's just so funny because that's no, all but, he wanted was just a yeah. bunch of naked women. <laughs> We're gonna, we don't need to skip ahead. Let's. Yeah. Who's going to sum up the movie? Wow. I, f- I feel like. A, what? <laughs> yeah, we voted. You won. Oh, okay, cool. Let me see if I can figure this out. I didn't write anything, so this is just off the cuff here. Oh, hello, kitties. So glad you could join me. Your pal, the Crypt Keeper, has gone Hollywood in a big way. I'm directing my first feature film. For my big scream premiere, I wanted lots of suspense. Uh-oh. Special effects. Sex, violence, the kind of thing you could really sink your teeth into. It's about a chase through the ages, a race against time. The war between good and evil. Come on out, everybody. It's time to play. And the final battle between man 
sorry. And Demon. And ladies, if you think Demon Knight is too gross and yucky... Whoa! Thank you. <laughs> 19 and 95. There's a dude. We'll call him Breaker, who's on the run from another dude. We'll call him the Collector. There's a car crash. Breaker escapes the car crash with no injuries, amazingly, as does the Collector. Breaker tries to steal a car, but some little kid sells him out because he's a fucking narc. <laughs> Breaker hightails it to a old church slash mission slash 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 hotel slash one room brothel and he's like yo i need a room and she's like no the 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 main person and i can't remember her name she's like i don't rent out short term and then as soon as breaker flashes his wad of cash she's like hey i can make an exception give me a hundred dollar bill and you've got a room room number five which coincidentally just happens to be next door to room number four, which is the de facto brothel in said church slash mission slash hotel. And side note, which what kind of fucking hotel doesn't rent short term? That's legitimately the business yeah, business plan. Yeah, that's the fucking business of hotels is short term rentals. Apparently, and the brothel is carrying She's it like, enough. Yeah. We don't rent the strangers pretty much. Like what yeah. the fuck? So you're you're renting a fucking hotel room to locals who for the hour. Yeah, exactly. We don't like outsiders. So fucking the collector played by Billy Zane, who's been previously spoken of, the so Z Man. If you've seen that movie, God damn it, what's it called? The Panther? No. Zoolander? The Zoolander. Billy Z, oh. the Z man. Yeah. But uh Billy Zane is the collector. He follows Breaker to the fucking hotel slash mission slash church slash brothel. And I'm sure I fucked that up, but whatever. It is what it I is. Think you covered it. Yeah, it covers yeah. it. Yeah. Billy Z shows up and is like, hey, this dude stole something from me. Breaker's like, nah, fuck you, buddy. This is mine. Um the cops arrest breaker because why not billy also, z's with no confirmation of who either one of these men yeah. are they just choose one over the other and fucking roll with it rock paper scissors but yeah that goes into the like why not and then billy z's like hey man he's got some shit that belongs to me but it's filled with this fluid can you pour it out and the cops you know just fucking Ignoring all logic, or like, sure, buddy, we'll pour this shit out for you because, once again, why not? Before that happens, hilarity ensues. Billy Z is exposed as a demon. Breaker starts pouring out blood to seal these entrances. Demons attack. Thomas Hayden Church is a dick. He plays a character named Roach. People die. One woman loses her arm. Grenades are involved. Shit blows up. The blood of Christ is involved, and Jada Pinkett Smith, who I don't think I mentioned, becomes the next Demon Knight. Credits roll. There's a song that plays, and then after that song, 
Megadeth, who was previously mentioned in another episode as a fucking song that plays as well. This time, instead of a cover, it's an original Diadems. Damn. That was fun. That's it. Bye. Pretty much covers it. But there's so much to talk about. <laughs> Still. Well, like, see, I, we've been, I mentioned it before, but they don't ask questions. This motherfucker crashes at 100 plus miles an hour and they're like, all right, let's go find who this guy you're chasing with no confirmation of who he is, what he's doing, who's How in the right. How he survived a fucking 100 mile an hour explosion car crash. Yeah, he barely got airbags. out of the window. He barely got out of the so, window. So, you know what? And I got a note about this. And I'm glad you brought this up because I may have forgot. I don't know. I've been drinking. Who knows? Here we are. But they're always talking, and people are always talking about the craftsmanship of old vehicles, right? How great it is, how reliable they are. But every time you watch a movie with an old vehicle, something <laughs> is fucking failing. The car doesn't start. Explode. The door doesn't open. The window doesn't lower. Well, something. to be fair, yeah. he shot to be up fair. that one. That's how it caught on fire. Yeah. But so, when when Breaker but tried to escape, why didn't his door open? Because it's an old vehicle. Oh yeah. Despite it, yeah. the superior okay. craftsmanship, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this. I might let y'all just take it from here. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but I just want to mention the producers of this movie. I don't know if hey. y'all paid attention. It is four goddamn Hollywood. Stalwarts, the producers of this movie. I don't know. Did anybody catch it? Anybody? No, I but I have, I have other facts that I meant to share and I didn't. But who are, who are they? Yes, who I don't are they? Know. We're waiting on okay. Josh to tell us. Tell us seriously. It Sage. is it is a fucking murderer's row of producers. Yeah, you said there was four badass ones, right? Who? Were yep. They? It's Richard Donner, Walter uh-huh. Hill. Uh-huh. Joel Silver and uh-huh. Robert Zemeckis. Who are these people? I mean, does anybody not acknowledge? I didn't know that it was like that. I thought it was a smaller production. I mean, this that. is that insane. Is, is like, really this is Robert Zemeckis is coming off Forrest Gump. Forrest Silver, motherfucking Gump. Joel Silver is like at this time like the action movie king. Walter Hill. Action movie king. No, nah, then you have Walter Hill, who, spoiler alert, directed your favorite cult movie, and I think wrote it, The Warriors. And then you have fucking Richard Donner. Like, these guys joined forces to do a Tales from the Crypt movie. I mean... Which is crazy. Well, That's no, why I called it their blockbuster the, the idea, though, and I don't know how much I looked into it, um, and despite Josh's constant insistence that I don't take this podcast seriously and I'm lazy. I did do some research. I and did not even say you, that. You, you have in previous episodes. Asshole. You bastard. Um, but I did do a little research and the whole premise with the tells from the crypt movies were that there was supposed to be three of them. And if you look and if you watch the movie all the way through, there's an end credit scenes before that was hip, you know, before Marvel movies did it all the time. Where the Crypt Keeper says, hey, join us again for our next Tales from the Crypt movie, Dead Easy. Which was a movie was, that didn't get made, yeah. Didn't get made, yeah. They were supposed Why? to be because Hollywood. Because this one, I, I think, kind of 
faltered. At yeah. The and so Uh-oh. there were supposed to be three Tales from the Crypt movies. It's supposed to be like a trilogy of movies. And I think it was the key that would have been in all the movies to kind of time together. But anyways, the movie yeah, itself. If you watch Bordello of Blood, there is the Blood of Christ key that Bone had mentioned. There is that that is in Bordello of Blood that controls oh, okay. the head vampire. Yeah. yeah. So they would have all tied together. Yeah. Yeah. Except chronologically, I guess Bordello Blood would have not been stuck and it would have been Dead Easy, which didn't get made. And I can't remember what the details of Dead Easy were. I knew it before I've read about it. And right now, as we speak, it escapes me. I'm sorry for that. Um, but this movie was released January 13th, 1995. It was directed by Ernest Dickerson. <laughs> Had a. God damn it. I'm just trying to get these facts out, you piece of shit. I had a budget. It and sounds like you're trying to sort of nonchalantly just go out. Well, <laughs> I was until you fucked me over here. And this may answer why, Courtney, the other movies didn't get made. The budget had a, had a reported budget of $13 million, but the box office was only $21 million. Its opening weekend was $10 million, So you can see after the opening weekend, there was a steep drop. Starred Williams. Underappreciated. Ah, I agree with that. Starred William Sadler. Starred Billy Zane, Jada Pinkett Smith, Dick Miller, and then Thomas Hayden Church. The J girl. She was just Jada Pinkett at the time. But she I was. Called her the J girl. On, can, can, you know, when you just said that, it it really made me think. Like, they were able to get like really good, cheap actors to do this, and the budget was spent. On special effects, because this movie wasn't CGI. This was Mm -hmm. practical effects. And they were still able to get talented young actors to do this. They did a phenomenal job. Yes. Yes. I mean... Hey, I know I wanted to punch Thomas Hayden Church in his fucking face. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, when do you not want to, though? Is the question. Oh, he's lovable on wings, Josh. He was. Wow. Yeah, Josh. He was lovable. Don't be a piece of shit, Josh. Lowell was adorable. He no, was. I still wanted to punch him in his face. That's because though. you're I hateful. I agree with that. He has a face that was born for punching. <laughs> Dude, no. It wasn't just his fucking <laughs> face. It was that mesh shirt. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty <laughs> infuriating. Like, cover nipples your goddamn nipples. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing I liked about Thomas Hayden Church was his nipples. Was, okay, yeah. So you liked them as That was his one redeeming quality for them. you? I liked them. They looked good. I mean, he had nice hair. And nipples. He had a couple good one-liners. <laughs> I, I appreciated it. I love how he had to, I love how he cut a deal with the devil. And it didn't pay, you know. Because it, it wasn't a very good deal. He was like, ha-ha, all no. right. Wait, what? I, you've been alive Let's call him 34 years old at this point. I don't know how old he was. Let's just take a guess. But you've been alive 34 years, and you think you're about to make a deal with a demon that's been alive for, let's take a wild guess and say centuries. And you think you're smart enough to make a deal. Yeah, yeah. cool at story, bro. smart enough to leave with the shit and get to him I don't after. see the problem in that, Bone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just feel like since they had the key, and before dude showed up, there were preventative measures. That could have been taken, and Breaker knew that, but his lazy ass wanted to eat the pea mush soup. 
Dude, with oh, ketchup. Man, damn soup. It looks so I got that. I've got that in my notes too, man. What the fuck was he eating that required so much goddamn ketchup? It looked it like pea, pea mashed up peas. Ketchup. It was fucking horrible. Was Look. it peas, Courtney? Because all I saw was ketchup. It truly looks like He's it. Like, I think it might have been pea soup. Yeah. He was like, yo, let me squirt a bunch of ketchup in this bowl and eat it. Look, I'm going to be honest. Prism. As I've gotten older, I've you appreciated ketchup soup? Ketchup? No, I. I am anti-ketchup. I'm kind of anti-ketchup. Not on a hot dog? No, never on a hot dog. Never. I'll eat ketchup on a hot dog all day. What? Oh, yes. Courtney, you can never be on this podcast again. I'm sorry. Well, it was fun. We were bros. (laughs) We were partners up until this very point. And then much like... the bond we forged over axe throwing. Exactly. Much like how Hulk Hogan and Macho Man had to explode as the mega powers, <laughs> we we just exploded is over Daniel ketchup on a hot yes, <laughs> I carry him on, on a hot dog. I carry Daniel on my shoulder. Forever. No. I I'm I'm with fucking Dirty Harry on this. You're goddamn un American if you put ketchup on a hot dog. <laughs> This dirty Harry, does he? Yeah, dude, I eat he does. Mustard. What? Dude, you need what? to get that. No, seriously, Daniel. Daniel, you're the grossest motherfucker I've ever met in my life if you put mayonnaise on a hot dog. He does. Dude, I- mayonnaise? <laughs> That's worse than fucking ketchup, dude. That is so Hold worse on. than ketchup. Focus back to the movie. Dude, yeah. No, I can't now. I'm throwing up in my mouth. I'm done. Yeah, this this Uh, this fucking group is over. But I've known Daniel is I also make it differently than you're picturing it. So what I do is I is there mayonnaise involved? Ketchup on one side of the bun, and I smear mustard on the other side of the bun, and then I just like. He dips the hot dog in mayonnaise. (laughs) What? No. What? No, he does not. I swear to God, that cannot be the truth. To eat one hot dog, it probably takes me a half of a a jar of mayonnaise. (laughs) Miracle Whip, if it's a special occasion. Miracle Whip's not a mayonnaise, but it doesn't belong in a hot dog either. Oh, my God. I don't even know who I'm talking to anymore. I feel like I thought we knew each other. And now I feel like I've been lied to all this time. Oh, man. Oh, shit. But sometimes I just eat it with another, another condiment. <laughs> His like favorite snack is... And cheese. Mayonnaise what? with black olives to pretend like it's ice cream. Oh, you God. Like chili nice, cheese dogs? Nice no, chili cheese, chili, chili, chili cheese, cheese is different. I thought you just meant cheese and mayonnaise oh, oh. for some so reason. So it's cool to put shit other than mustard on a hot dog. I you know what? There, yeah, there's acceptable I condiments. There's dog. fucking chili and cheese together. There's mustard. There's <laughs> sauerkraut. There's Never had relish. Sauerkraut, but I feel like I'd like it. And I just think I would. Uh, what else goes on? Like a Chicago, Chicago style hot dog, Josh? Tomato? I think tomatoes. That's it. Tomatoes, oh, right? salt and pepper. That's it. That's acceptable. Oh, and mayonnaise. And ketchup. No. Have y'all, have y'all ever had a French hot dog? Uh huh. No, what's the difference? A French hot no, I've dog. had French's mustard. I've had French's mustard. We've had a yeah. Ronto wrap from Disney, and it's fucking bullshit. I've had bullshit. French onion dip. You can get that a lot here, like a French hot dog. And it, what it is, is it honestly looks very sexual here in Sweden. But it's a it's a hot dog that goes into like a little a little pocket that is... Shaped um, like a vagina? Jesus, no. Um, you said it was sexual. I'm sorry. No, if you look at it, 
You, it's a hot exactly. Dog it looks like a weenie, it, not a vagina. So you said it's sexual if I look at it. So of course I think a hot dog going into something that looks like a vagina. No, I think but it's like a pita pocket. Yeah, kind of like that. Yes, Gordon. Okay. It's like a pita pocket, and it's pretty much that. Okay. Um, and we had one the other day. Like I got one because it's great for like, oh, I'm hungry. Have you ever got a hot dog from Seven Eleven? No, no, so y'all have like food carts and shit. A food park. Cart. Like, Sorry, this is a uh, like a Presbyterian, like right outside the subway. Okay. You know, like not inside the subway, but like as you're leaving the subway, you have a Presbyterian. And they'll have like French hot dogs. And I got one uh, the other day. And I didn't really understand the girl. You know, obviously I'm speaking English and Swedish and Sweden. And she's like, what do you want in it? I'm like, surprise me. Because usually they have like garlic sauce in it. And she put ketchup in it. And you don't really get to the uh, the sauces or the dips till the to the end. And I got to ketchup. Oh, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I had to throw it away because it was like. No good. Oh, no. Just as I've gotten older, ketchup has been a, 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 a condiment that I do don't like it doesn't go on hot dogs you were correct to throw it away i commend you sir good job but normally I anytime i get like hot a hot dog at Presbyterian, man they're like you want here in sweden man all of them everybody puts ketchup on hot dogs and here man is and they have some really good mustard here and mustard is the condiment i ride and die for they have some really good mustard. That's there, because you can get gourmet mustard. There's no you can. Gourmet, there's you no can gourmet ketchup. I love mustard too, it's, though. But you know what yeah. gourmet you know what ketchup is? What? The spicy ketchup. Demon knight. I love spicy ketchup. Mayonnaise. <laughs> mm. Anyways, so back to demon knight. Yep. Let's focus. Were, were they eating hot dogs in demon knight? They weren't, and they weren't eating mayonnaise either. They were eating pea soup. Pea with soup ketchup. with ketchup. With ketchup. That's how we got there. Yeah, it was. And they yep. used that opportunity to make an overt joke about the cat and, you look, know, look, Oh, yeah, get the get that pussy look, off the table. Yeah. Like, I, I, I meant I, the cat. Woo. Can we just talk about how horrible the name uh, Breaker is? No, no, no. That's a thousand times better than oh, Pinker. Oh, okay, Accelerator. Do you even know the name of the demon? Is the Collector. Yeah, that's just all we ever hear is of him, is the Collector. Hmm. Alternator, would you prefer that name, Josh? Alternator? Well, Breaker, Alternator, Accelerator. Oh, that does sound better than Horace Pinker. Let's be honest. Horace Dude, this episode is never. We are all of us are too fucked up. <laughs> this episode will post. I'm trying to keep hey, us focused. Can we talk about how good William Sadler's <laughs> facial expressions are? Hey, he's a serious man with serious. Well, there, I loved him in this, dude. I loved well, there's a but there's a point show. early in the movie when they're, I, and I think it may be once they get to the the mission slash church slash house slash bordello where they're talking about something and you can just see the 
the look on William Sadler's face. And like he's doing so much without saying anything. Look, his expressions. This was yeah, he's got expressive eyes. You know exactly what he's thinking at all times. But exactly. You know, this is this was William Sadler's moment, though. If you think about it, William Sadler, <coughs> he's never had, and I'm not even going to say he was the lead in this movie, but but he was, was. The star, kind of, you know. And he had to I feel go. Like there for were it. multiple leads. Uh, it did, I well, mean, it was, it was Tim and Billy Zane. Jada really. Pinkett, him, Billy Zane. Jada Pinkett. On a lot of people. Jada Pinkett didn't really do anything until the end. Billy Zane yeah. only had a certain few scenes. The majority of the movie is William Sadler. Yeah, like, it's his there. movie. It sets up, like, and I know the plan for the Tales from the Crypt movies wasn't in Demon Knight 2, but the way they filmed it sets it up for a Demon Knight a 2. Pinkett Smith Which I wouldn't movie. have been opposed to. Yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't have either. I well, it may, the only problem was it may not have been more than, like, 30 minutes long because she was pretty liberal with the blood of Christ. I mean, she's You're right. It on a, she did. Yeah. No, but she was right in terms of the end scene. What do you mean, like the bus? Yeah. Scene. Yeah. Well, the bus is fine, but and we'll get, and I guess we'll get to it when we get to that part of the movie. But she's banking on Breaker's heart still pumping after mm-hmm. a whole night of being dead, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, for real. Because she bathes, she bathes in the blood of Christ. She drinks. The blood of Christ. Yes, she takes all of it. Like, Did she yeah. drink it? She does. Because that's how yeah, she kills she puts them. It in her mouth. She didn't drink it, but she fucking takes it into her oh, mouth. She, no, mouth no, no, no. She blows it in his face. Yeah. There's a problem with us. Like, I watched this movie a month ago. Sorry. But yeah, it's a, it's a William Sadler vehicle. And it's nice to see him get a role where he's the prominent character as opposed to you know what? a side character. And, and he's he does, a badass. Yeah, he does mm-hmm. well in it. Yeah, he does. I love and him. He in does, this. Yeah, and he does. And he does. Love him in this. And back to my point, he does a lot with his facial expressions. Well, with that bone structure. Well, that's, that's right. true. It's very we serious. All his, we all know is what his ass looks like. That's right. Well, his ass had a nice he make, structure. He can make his ass. <laughs> he can make his ass make a lot of faces too. <laughs> what movie did he show his ass in? Die Hard. Die, Die Hard Two. So let's talk about. The logistics of the key, which contains the blood of Christ. Never, I, and I understand, like, I'm sure that there's blood that's caked into the inside of it. So there's always some Christ blood in the key. But Breaker has been the key holder since, what did you say, 1917 or some shit like that? Yeah, it was World War I. 1914? Yeah, it was World War I. I don't A long fucking time. 70 years at least, right? And when he goes to start sealing these doors, he gets pretty fucking liberal with this shit. Very liberal. It bothered me. And to the point where, like, later on, when they're like, all we got, you know, when he's talking to Jada Pinkett Smith, he's like, we've only got enough left for one entrance. And she's like, the window. And then he pours on her, and she just dabs a little bit on her finger and touches it, and it seals the window. And it's enough. Yeah. Why the fuck weren't you doing this the whole time? You're just pouring this shit out all willy nilly. Yeah, there's sometimes where he's like just pouring it out, and it like has a stream with it. I question how much drops. of that is actually Jesus's blood, because we already know two people have filled it since him. Yeah, and that's being conservative with that assessment, because you would have to think Breaker has been alive for like seventy something years, because 
or well, no more than that, right? Because he had to be like thirty-five or some shit when he's in the yeah, war. Yeah, he was probably thirty. Let's uh, say they let's say he's been alive a hundred years. Hundred years old. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say he's a hundred. The guy that took the key before him couldn't have been the second person, right? I think that's safe to say. There had to be some people between him. So yeah, that, for that blood if they live about a hundred years on average. That blood's yeah. pretty diluted at this point. So we're looking at about twenty people, or maybe nineteen. 15 to 20 people. But yeah, if you're going 100 years and you have to, and, and you can't refill this shit until you die and suffer a mortal wound, then maybe you shouldn't just be pouring this shit out everywhere. Maybe you should be a little bit more careful. Yeah. Maybe get a little dropper, yeah. a little dabber. Yeah. Well, have some travel blood with you. So yeah. you don't even got to bring the cross with you. A smart person would have a travel container, That's not right. the whole relic. And apparently the only... The only way that Billy Zane's character knew that the cross was where it was at, or the key was where it was at, is because he was just following Breaker, right? So why not throw this shit in the bottom of the ocean? Seriously. Good point. I just, it, it feels wrong. It feels wrong in my soul to, to throw the uh, blood of Christ to the middle of but the we- Atlantic or the Indian or the Pacific. I don't know, Bone. Which, which ocean would you prefer? The, the Pacific, lake? the Pacific has the Mariana Trench, so that would be the deepest point okay. on Earth. I would prefer a lagoon, a creek. Meh. You would like it to be thrown into a park mm-hmm. pond. That I'd, way, I'd all you need it. is a diving mask mm-hmm. to go back and I'd retrieve it. I prefer to be thrown into a, a national park lake. Mm-hmm. Yosemite, maybe? Do they have a lake? Mm-hmm. Decided. Better. But okay. he doesn't do that. That's he puts no it spoiler. Under the table, because that's a much safe be- place. Much he better than the bottom of the ocean. And Barney and whatever the fuck the other one's name is will never find it. Hey, Courtney. So you you just you brought up a good point though, back to what we were just saying that Josh didn't agree with though. If fucking Billy Z didn't know that the key was under the table when he was two feet away from it, how would the fuck he ever find it at the bottom of an ocean? That's very true. Because he did not know where it was until the old man ratted him out for Thank no you. reason. Thank yep. you, Dick Miller, you piece of shit. He said, oh, I know where he did I it. I watched him do uh, it. I love you, Dick Miller. You was in some good movies. I do love Dick Miller, though. But then the demon punches through, you know, he gets his shit. Oh, yeah. Punches straight punches through, straight that through that dude's the mouth. Yeah. Which was that awesome. Was, it and was a very, very special effect. Yeah, it was a surprise when it happens. It's like, yeah. oh shit. And I think somebody even yells that, but it really is like the best reaction because it's unexpected, unless you've seen it, of course. And then you know I liked it, you know what I liked the best about that scene? Was it wasn't the fact that he punched through that dude's fucking face. That was cool. It was the fact that he couldn't get the head off his hand afterwards. Yeah, it was yeah. stuck. He acted disgusted when he finally got it off, like the audacity to stick to my hand, fucker. Yeah, right? <laughs> but that's when he gives up the, you know, cowboy act. Yeah. I forget what he calls it. Ho-dunk, po-dunk, motherfuckers, yeah. or some shit like that. Well, Texas Ranger demon's uh, done for. Now he's just going to be regular demon trying to get the the artifact as he kept then he goes it. from cowboy to like purple shirt club guy <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> night on the town ready you to get, seduce these motherfuckers i know and you get a bunch of different scenes where he's trying to seduce people and like daniel said 
when you get to Dick Miller's seduction scene, there's just a bunch of naked babes. Yep. Their titties yep. out. With beer. With yeah, beer. But like, well, and, out, and, and liquor. Boob, yeah, boobs and beer. And, you know, maybe I'm telling off of myself, but age and viewing habits, but Chasey Lane was one of the models in that scene. Where's I don't know really? who that is. Some of you may remember as the subject of a Bloodhound Gang song. That's how I remember. Yeah. But she yeah, was that's a, the only reason I know that name. She was a porn star. Yeah. I will say that, like... I did not know, you know that. As much love as we want to give William Sadler, and he deserves it for this movie, Billy Zane was... I mean, it was just his money. Like, he... He knew to toe that line to be campy. Yes. You know. But it's not over the top. It's so no, enjoyable. No, no, no. There's a little subtleness to his campiness. It just it's it's seeing him as a performer just go for it. You know? It seems like he's having fun. Yeah. And it makes it fun to watch. And I got to give, you know, I don't I don't know if you said it yet. I have to give props to Ernest Dickerson, the director, who He's done some other things, but... He has. Do you know those things, Josh? Uh, some of them, yeah. I got them. I got them, buddy, because I do research sometimes. Mm-hmm. He directed some He directed some Walking Dead episodes. Mm-hmm. He directed some House of Cards episodes. Yeah, but this TV. And he, he also directed... Oh, some. oh, you're, you're against TV now. Whoa. No, no, I'm saying... Oh, man. Mr. His, High and Mighty here. His filmography, not his um, uh, TVography. It, oh, well, I'm sorry, because my last thing is he also did some episodes of The Purge. Hmm. The TV series? Yes. Okay, he did... Um, I think he did Bones, the Snoop Dogg movie. If y'all remember that horror, I movie? know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I, don't shit, I don't remember yeah, that. I do. Yeah, I do. I didn't watch it, but I remember what you're talking about. I think he he he's, he's done some horror movies, but he never got like the credit that he deserves. Like he's always been like a solid journeyman. But yeah, it, it, it's crazy to me. Like the chance that he got on this when you have like four producers, like Zemeckis, Donner. Walter Hill and Joel Silver, and they're like, "Hey, take this movie. It's Tell Us from the Crypt." Uh, that's a lot of trust there, and I and I yeah. think he there's a lot of and you know I don't know if I want to credit him or the uh, cinematographer who I don't know the name of, but there's a lot of like, have, did you notice like there's a lot of colors in this movie, even though it's set in this one hotel, um, a lot of blues outside. Did y'all notice like? The outdoor lighting, which is very colorful. It felt very um, comic booky. I way. was going to say that because every now and then the building itself looks grayscale, but there mm-hmm. will be like bursts of colors. It reminds me of Sin yeah. City a little bit. So it's like comic booky. So I get that. Yeah. The main colors I noticed outside of just the basic color scheme were the eyes. No, I love the bright. There's a lot of like light shining through. Um, the windows mm-hmm. that, and and then then it, then they would do a uh, like an outdoor shot of the hotel, and obviously because evil is encroaching, it would have this like this orange hue with uh, light the night and, and clouds and, and, and yeah. envelop- enveloping yeah. 
I, I know we talked about the special effects earlier and how some of it looks good and how, well, a lot of it looks great because it uses practical effects, which I think we're all a fan of. But one scene that I didn't particularly care for was, as far as the special effects go, was the flashback with William Sadler where he goes back to Jesus on the cross and they're getting the blood of Christ. The demon yeah. in that scene looked pretty bad. That's another one of those scenes where the lighting was, was really good, though. Now, maybe the demon looked uh, bad, but I love, like, the color scheme. Yeah, I well, I like the flashback. About. I don't know. Well, the flashback Some serves, of them looked horrible. The flashback serves its purposes, <laughs> purpose as far as advancing, like, the story and showing, like, what's going on and why the key's important. But that demon in that scene compared to the other scenes in the movie doesn't look good. Fair enough. I think enough. it might be because it's all bright and shit instead of all dark. No, I think it's because the special effect on the demon was bad. Oh, it wasn't the same like, one? I didn't notice it because it just seemed to go along with the rest of the movie, though. I didn't really notice that it didn't look as good. I don't know, because, like, when they're yeah. first hatched or whatever you want to call it, when they come out of the blood that he spilled everywhere, they look strange. They look very fake, very whatever. But then flash forward a little bit when they're moving throughout and they're like the full grown demons, whatever you want to call them, they look different. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. So they go back and forth from looking if you, good and looking. Yeah. If you look at the first, if you look at the very beginning of the movie where you see the demons or not the demons, but that one guy that's like, I guess possessed or whatever. And he's not even, no, no, no I'm sorry. I'm misspeaking. It's the scene where the crypt keeper is directing the movie and the dude is like coming to kill the woman or whatever, and he's sticking hey. to the walls and shit, and like he's leaving residue on the walls. That shit looks really good. When you look at the demon in the flashback, it looks like a fucking puppet. It hey, looks horrible. We missing that was John Larroquette. Shout yeah, out to John, John Larroquette, man. That's such a random opening to the movie I too. It has it. nothing to do with I anything else. It. It's just titties. Well, <laughs> the, and that and the, the, to establish is the uh, tales from the crypt movie, right? Yeah, but yeah, set up. He's like, John look what Larry we already finished. Here you go. You give me John Larroquette and titties. I'm, yep, I'm that's a good it. opening. Sold. Yeah. Yep. But you get you get Billy Zane, the collector, whatever, tempting a bunch of people. He fucking tempts Cordelia, mm -hmm. which does work. And he, you know, it's funny because he tempts multiple people, and the only person that doesn't turn into a fucking demon, well, aside from well, two. Two of the ladies don't turn into demons, right? Jada Pinkett Smith and then the owner of the hotel. The owner doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't. But he doesn't bother bother to tempt Thomas Hayden Church. I guess maybe because he knows he's going to flip on him anyways. Probably. Yeah. Uh, that's what he I was just had to wait him out. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't tempt them, but he tempts Cordelia. He tempts... Geraldine. Yeah. And, you know, fucking Cordelia just... Even though she saw that Thomas Hayden Church was a fucking dickhead and slept she the shit of her, so she does. Man, she's just all like, did was rubber I'm lips out. And that's it. That's all yeah, it took. that's all it took. Is this like, the prostitute? She's, yeah. yeah, she's clearly very sensitive for a prostitute. Yeah, it's but so the fuck it, whenever, oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead, dude. Well, I was going to bring it back just a little bit, but we were talking about the prostitute. It's fucking hilarious. Whatever. Uh, they're searching the place for the whatever it was they were looking for and they come in on them uh doing it in their room him yeah. uh, her and roach and then they yeah. just got them all 
bolted up to the machine. Nipple clamps? His nipples were smoking. Yeah, he says, my nipples are smoking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was uh, silly. Stuff. Like, apparently he doesn't have to pay for sex. Apparently yeah, not. But girl. how about that cop just busted in on something that was not his business? He had no business coming and to. Yep. Acting like they were... Bra- he had no way of knowing that that was fucking prostitution. And it wasn't prostitution because... Apparently, Thomas Hayden Church was getting that shit for free. Right. He's just like, hey, you guys got to come out of here. I know y'all are fucking, and this is your own business, but whatever. And what were they listening to? I don't know. It was like Walk or something like that. It was like Pantera or it was Slayer. Uh, Oh, if it was Pantera, it was probably Cemetery Gates because that was on the soundtrack. Okay, yeah, it was Cemetery Gates then. But so great. Busted and all shit is not his business. And he's like, look what I found. Like, the fuck? It's funny because speaking of music, I also like the how they used "Hey Man, Nice Shot" at the beginning. I did too. You know, because it worked. You know what I'm saying? Because you could easily put a big song at the time in a scene, and it's not going to work. That was a big song. I know that you could just throw a big song with a scene and hope that it works and whatever. But sometimes it can come across, you know, cheesy or forced. But the shit actually worked in this one. It was like, holy shit, let's do it. You know, a strong guitar riff with car chase. You're in it. You know, but, um, but anyway, yeah, yeah the whore turns into a, uh, really gross demon, a really gross, demon. which really gross. the special effects on her fucking demon looked really good to me. Anyways, yeah. I thought I was like, wow, that looks, that's great. Hold on. All joking aside, you think that Cordelia's demon looks better than the flashback demon from the Jesus yes. part? Yes. Cordelia's Cordelia's demon looked kind of like a demon you'd have seen in Demons. She just looked like a puppet that was sprayed shiny who just shakes while it just like splits apart. It's weird. I'm just, did did, did you watch Demons? (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Josh, you've seen Demons. Daniel, we thought about watching House the other night, actually. That's not not Demons. That's not Demons. It's just another old horror movie. But I thought that's what this was about. If you you go back and fucking watch Demons, (laughs) though, like Cordelia's model looks kind of like the Demons you see in Demons. And Demons being one of those movies, you're like, shit, that freaked me out. That movie still holds up, though. No, I just was saying. Like, when you look at the special effects in fucking Demons, holy shit, dude. That's a good movie. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. I'm where trying we're to at. think of who got possessed after next. She, next after Cordelia? she ripped off the boss well, Oh, you you talking about? Uh, oh no, the postman. God, yeah, Wally. Which yeah. they fucking found out. Like, and I I can't remember was the time. To be a mass murderer. Exactly, yeah. and I don't remember the timelines, so I don't know if that's before or after. But no, yeah, go on post where you they find get that out at the end. very end. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking about in relation to like real life shit, where like the phrase "going postal" come from. Oh no, this movie copied that. They knew what okay. was up. Well, I can't remember, Josh. I'm yeah. sorry. God no, damn. I'm just saying. Like they, mm. I mean, it was a very current topic. But so he died at the beginning. Cordelia's the first to get possessed. Cordelia kills him. I thought. Yeah, Cordelia. Yeah, Cordelia. That, oh was yeah, the that's first right. He get. doesn't die at the beginning. And she, she kills the boss him. Lady's arm off. Yep. And then they kill her. When they sh- shotgun blast her eyeballs up against the wall. No. Yeah. Well, I got that in my notes too, man. They fucking shoot her with a shotgun and her eyes <laughs> somehow survive. Her eyes out. Yeah. yeah. They're just like fucking tadpoles squirming around. Yep. And then Uncle Willie is next, right? I think that Uncle Willie, or the kid, 
No, mm-hmm. the kid is one of the last. Willie, Willie before the kid. Right. Because okay. they go into the mine shafts. They're right. like, oh, hey, there's Find a breeze the coming through here. And Jungle they're like, escape. yeah, we're going to escape. I'm going to steal this behind us. They go down there. Jada Pickett Smith finds the kid. She's like, hey, why are you down here? And he's like, oh, whatever. Her, His family attacks her. They run back to where they come from at Thomas Hayden Church, who's shown himself to be a shitty fucking human who probably should have been executed. It's just like, should have sacrificed him for sure. Exactly. Because he pushed Cordelia at that one at one point. He, yeah. He's constantly undermining Breaker. And plus the fact that he has a mesh shirt on with his fucking nipples showing. In an emergency. That's, that's so rude. That's unforgivable. Goddamn, put on a fucking yeah. t-shirt. Like, you had a chance to put on a t-shirt after your nipples were smoking. And you Seriously. Chose, you chose mesh. But anyways, they run back. Thomas Hayden Church is like, or his roach, is like, this is for four years of minimum wage. You know what? Yeah. Maybe if you weren't such a fucking dickhead, you could have got more than minimum wage. But then he That's breaks right. the seal. The demons attack. Fucks it up for everyone. Hey, yeah, the, the shit, run inside the place. The shit hits the fan, and people oh, start yeah. dying. Could have survived right. and could have been fine if it wasn't for that bullshit. Yeah, right. it's a simple fucking because pr- Breaker said it. All we gotta do is make it until morning. That's it, and we'll be fine. I've got nope. the entrances sealed. You've seen demons explode when they try to step through this shit. We're good. Thomas yeah, Hayden Church real. said nope. And Thomas Hayden Church is like, nah, man. I'm gonna rather fuck I, it up. I'm gonna shoot this fucking seal with a shotgun, and then I'm gonna make a deal with the Z Man because I've known demons and devils to be trustworthy all my life. Exactly. So he goes with it, and guess what happens? And see, he has to make the deal because the uh, Billy Zane can't get up the stairs. Yeah, of the very convenient drop of blood. They're still safe at this point. And um, sealed off the top of the stairs. You know, I mean, that's right. The pacing and the steps of this movie is—I mean, it it works really well, though. Like Billy Zane not being able to get to the top of the stairs, you know, and then because everything escalates, you know, um, to where. It's almost like Jaws, you know, to where how Roy Schneider's he eventually gets to the top of the boat. That's how Demon Knight is sort of set up. It's like, okay, we, we can stay on the ground floor. Uh-oh, we can't. We keep going up to these levels. And then Billy Zane's able to convince, you know, uh, Forrest Gump to let him pass. And... That little scene where um, he convinces them to uh, to steal it or whatnot, and Billy Zane like spits out the sponge. Yeah, that's just good shit, man. That's good shit. <laughs> it really was for him to clean yeah. it up. I like that. It was a nice touch. Yeah, like that is a very satisfying scene. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like because he is so ready. For all this shit to be done, he's got a sponge ready for you. It's so but he's funny. so serious with yeah. it. It's so great. But he's so silly as well. Like Yeah, but he sells serious. the character yeah. so perfectly. That's what I was saying. He's really animated, and it sells it. I love it. Yeah, yeah he went all in for this character. And, and So yeah, after Lowell fucks everybody by stealing the key from Breaker... 
during a distrustful hug moment or whatever the fuck it was. Which wasn't even believable. Yeah, no. It's like, Breaker, are you going to think this dude's going to automatically jump into it and like be good now? You know? But uh, I owe you an apology. You're a fucking hero. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so he fucking uh, gets the key from him and gives it to, to the demon. For and, passage. Uh, yeah, because he makes the deal that he's going li- to let him live. It takes two steps and gets murdered. So now he's got Two steps and he's like, hey, dude, I lied. <laughs> and he gets ate by demons. Yep. But then how the hell does the... Uh, they go up into the, the attic there. because he gets on... The like uh, walkway. Because yeah. Willie goes up there and finds. Is it Willie? Maybe I'm making names up. No, that was the old man. Dick Miller goes up there and finds the kid in the attic, right? And then the uh, the owner goes up there and finds him also. And she's like, "Hey, leave the bottle while you go back down," because they yeah. find the grenades and shit like that, and the and the guns with no ammo conveniently. But my thing is, you guys knew about this attic. You didn't think it was fucking important to tell Breaker about this when he was still in these exits, which you very plainly saw. Right? right? Where there were yeah. windows and entrances that needed to be sealed That's and right. didn't get sealed till the very which, end. Then again, my other question would be is, if you're Billy Zane, why don't you just burn down the house? Then there's no entrances. That's fair. Yeah, seriously. That's fair. He could have done that. Yeah, you could just burn everything down and then been on your merry way. I'm assuming water resistance, Jesus blood. Well, I'm assuming, yeah, I was going to say, I'm assuming that the key that has the blood of Christ would survive a fire. It's much more entertaining for him to chase them up into the attic, though. It's much more satisfying to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the, I like the little tales from the crypt tie in where the kids reading the tales from the crypt comic. Yeah. It's foretelling everything that's going to happen. Like that kid turks, turns into a freaky demon, though. His is very um, oh yeah, unnerving. dude. Where his jaw his comes unhinged. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. creepy. It was pretty great. But you know, if you're if you're Jada Pinkett Smith, why not just fucking look at the comic and see what's going to happen at the end? Like, yes. hey, she, how do I win this? She is told that she's the chosen one, and to guard this with blood with her life, and immediately dumps it all over herself. <laughs> Wastes every bit of it, and then he just washes her off. If she had not had the foresight to drink a little bit, and not drink it, but store a little in her mouth, yeah. she'd have been totally screwed. It would have been 100% gone. Well, how about the fact that when Billy Zane washed her off, she <laughs> yeah. became spotless. Even that, her clothes, they turned look, yeah, white again. Exactly. I don't think that, I don't think that's how this shit works in real life. Also, he got Jesus' blood all over him while he was yeah. forcing her yeah. into the shower. Right. So. When he was forcing her to pour the shit out. Yeah. Like, he yeah. All over his head. Yeah. He broke her wrist and then she spilled some out. I will say this, though. I like the fact that it wasn't, because we've talked about this in other movies and we've talked about this just before. She didn't turn into a badass. It wasn't like all of a sudden she knew fucking combat moves or karate or jiu-jitsu yeah. or judo or whatever the it was fuck. Just lucky. Yeah, yeah, she's just like, let me drink, or not let me drink, but let me put some of this blood in my mouth. I'm going to spit, yeah, I'm going to spit this in this bitch's face at the first chance I get, and hopefully he's going to die. If this movie was made in 2001, she would have fucking backflip kicked him. Yes. Yeah. And she shit would have blown up. assemble a gun from a stick. Exactly. So that, that was good, at least, like, even though she's the hero... It wasn't like she just immediately became a badass. She just improvised. She's like an incidental hero. Yeah. 
and you can see where there's there's a chance for her character to grow if we'd have got sequels. They did set it up for a sequel. It was set up perfectly for a sequel. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't make one. But, I mean, kind of Because then now, it has to stand but, alone, you know what I mean? But, yeah, but it was definitely set up for one. But back then, I mean, look, you're looking at 1996, 1997 for a sequel to this movie. It's not going to turn out great, yeah. I wouldn't think. You know? No, no doubt. If you get all the same people, they might be able to do something. But yeah, it wouldn't have happened. Everybody yeah. was dead but Jada. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about for just carrying her Uh-oh. story on with the demon that's chasing her. I don't know. That pretty much sums I mean, it up. Yeah, I mean, outside of her carrying on the mission. Oh, she carries on the mission. Did y'all notice when she, after she killed Billy Zane, which, and I do like how she improvised and she put the blood in her mouth and spit in his face. I do. Part of me feels like, is that enough? Yeah. To kill him. Yeah. There's part yeah. of me that wonders like, is that enough? But then afterwards she goes to refill the blood that she, so liberally used yeah. and breaker breaker's heart is still beating. I noticed that the last time I watched it, it's like, Oh man, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's still puff, fucking pumping blood after a whole night of being dead. And not only that, but you know, the cliche in movies, right? Because even did in this movie, Jada Pinkett Smith closes his eyes after he's dead. But then Billy Zane opens those bitches back up. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I got to kick out of that. So yeah, she fucking, she kills the Z-Man. The, the fucking, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. The building blows up. Everybody inside yeah. should be burnt up. But <laughs> William up, Sadler, please. William Sadler is still fine. He didn't burn up. No scorch marks whatsoever. None at all. Yeah. Like he's protected the whole, if you look at the house, the house looks like it's just, just destroyed. But once you look on the inside, everything's still good to go. Yeah. And that explosion happened right there. Everyone in the room. So it was like, what the fuck? Billy Z's dead. We go to the bus. She gets on it. She drops a little blood because why be conservative about this shit? Even though you've shown that only just a smidge on your finger will do the job. Yeah. Let's, fucking seal this door this dude that it's not him but it fucking looks like tim meadows shows up really does he really I, does look that's like i had to double check it because that's what i thought it was he's like like no, an older version of him i'll i'll catch, I'll the, catch next the next bus, bus. Yeah. exactly credits roll we get a song by machine head and if you don't know who machine head is that was one of jason newstead's favorite bands back in the day every time they asked when he was still with Metallica, they would ask him, like, hey, who, what's a heavy metal band you're a fan of? And he was always like, Machine Head. And then they did a cover of Message in the Bottle, which I liked. I'm sure Josh hates it because he's a hater. <laughs> but uh, anyways, credits roll. We get that. Then we get the Megadeth song, Diadems, which I know we didn't speak about it. Yeah, I didn't but stick around far enough in the credits to hear that one. I don't think the, I did either. The soundtrack in the movie, the soundtrack for the movie had some big names in it as far as the metal scene goes, right? It had Filter. It had Hey Man, I Shot. had Cemetery Gates by Pantera. It had Machine Head doing My Misery. And then it had the song Diadems by Megadeth plays. And I was watching the movie with the subtitles on just because you know how movies can be sometimes where even though you get the volume loud enough to hear it, sometimes shit's hard to understand. Yeah. The line in the song, the song's called Diadems. And it goes, 10 Diadems... To crown them all, the world's religion is at its feet. The subtitles said 
to dye a dance to cram a ball. Okay. Which is way <laughs> off. Yeah, you're so going to have to calibrate that caption. <laughs> right? But that's the fucking captions from iTunes. Nice. To dye a dance to cram them all. Or to cram a ball, I'm sorry. But anyways, and then after the credits finish, you get the little uh, the post credit scene with the Crypt Kicker talking about, hey, stick around for Tales from the Crypt Part 2, Dead Easy, which we never see. Paul's home yeah, I, for I, I a didn't even see that one. I didn't stick around for that long. Yeah, I never saw the end of the it either. I guess I always I cut know. it off. Well, and at that time, there was no reason. Yeah. At that time, to be fair, to be fair, there was no reason to watch the movie that far through because those post credit scenes were not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Demon Knight, 1995. Josh. Any final thoughts, Josh? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, this was, this movie held up and it's, you know, after watching it and after seeing, uh, the producers who were involved tell like this movie was sort of a love letter to pulp comics in a way, you know, pretty simple, pretty straightforward story. Good versus evil. Um, it seemed like a tells from the crypt comic book, you know? And, you know, I could tell, like, Robert, you know, like, Robert Zemeckis, Richard Donner, Walter Hill, Joel Silver, they were a fan of these as they grew up, and they wanted to make something in that mold, and I think they succeeded because it's it's campy in all the right parts, and it's fun in every part, and you enjoy it, and everybody, you know... Uh, we didn't really talk about Jada Pinkett Smith a lot because she sort of faded into the background in large chunks of this movie. But when she was asked to do her part, she was really good, you know, on top of everybody else. We didn't even mention Roger Rabbit was um, the cuck, you know, and Thomas Hayden Church and Billy Z and... No, it was a fun cast, fun movie. I don't, I don't know how anybody could not enjoy this. It's okay. it's three stars, yeah, and on certain days, three and a half. Yeah, depending on your mood. Yeah. All right, Daniel. Um. Yeah, man, I like it. Uh, I rewatching it. I enjoyed it. Uh, it didn't disappoint. Like I said, this is one that we watch a good bit. Uh, but. I liked it. And it, like y'all think that you said, uh, it does hold the test of time. Um, it does bring you back. Y'all both covered, you know, it giving you that Tales from the Crypt vibe. You know, how it's the first little gag, ends with a gag, and in the middle they have something that connects it. One of the things I really love about it is whenever it, that first scene, you know, they sp- pan over in a comic, you know, and then they see the scene and, and it turns clips. into life and... You know, then you start the movie. I loved how they did that in episodes, so I enjoyed that. But, but yeah, I agree. Great. Uh, I gave it a three. I gave it a three. Cool. So, for me, um, we hit on some points. I think is a is a fun viewing experience. It works. You know, when you watch, did you have fun with it? Is it? It's not exactly. I guess it doesn't fit into horror. Is what I think horror is. It's not particularly scary. And I don't know. And I know, and I know horror encompasses such a broad scope 
but it almost is more of a action movie, if that makes sense. Kind of like Aliens is action movie where it's, it's not really scary in a sense. You know, there's, there's demons, there's shit happening. There's people dying, but there's never like a sense of dread. Yeah. So it's not, not necessarily a scary movie. I get yeah, what you're saying. Exactly. So it's not that traditional horror in that sense, but it's still a fun movie. I avoid and I enjoy watching it. And I think William Sadler did a great job. I think Billy Zane did a great job, obviously. And if you're playing a demon that's seducing people, you need to be charismatic. And I think he right. brought that. Um, I think William Sadler is like that straight lay serious, like, you know, hey, shit's about to hit the fan type of character happens. And then kind of to the point that Josh said, you know, when Jada Pinkett Smith is called upon to carry her part, she does a good job. You feel like the movie's setting her up, though, for a sequel that was never intended to happen. Because even when yeah. you look at the plan for the Tales from the Crypt movies, as far as I can tell, there was never, a, unless I'm just way off base, and I may be, there was never a plan for a Demonite 2, right? But it feels like the whole movie's setting Jada Pinkett Smith up for further adventures. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what you would expect a prequel. Like it's what you would want a prequel to be when they go back and make prequels for existing characters. It's a fun movie with shit happening that you can get into. And then you want, it leaves you wanting the further adventures of this character. You see Jada get onto the bus. You see the Tim Meadows look alike. Be like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm going to catch the next bus. The stars already moved on her fucking palm. One stars already moved. Yeah. And it's like, Hey man, this could be a fun franchise. And it didn't happen. Instead, we get Bordello of blood. And I know, like I said, from what I've read, apparently the plan was to do these movies that weren't connected, but connect them by this key or whatever. Yada, yada, yada. But why not? Like, why make a movie where it feels like it's setting up this character for more and then we never get it? Yeah. But that being said, the movie was fun. I enjoyed it. The characters were fun. I think Thomas Thomas Hayden Church did a fantastic job as a dickhead. You're waiting for the point when he dies, if for nothing else other than that stupid fucking shirt he was wearing. But, you know, also he's just a dick. Cheer at his death. Yeah, he was a dickhead. You kind of hope he dies more horrible than what he did. But yeah, it was a fun movie. And I, I'm with Daniel and Josh in this when I give it three out of five. So Courtney, nice. this is your movie. Obviously, y'all know I love it. I don't think there's too much more I can add that y'all didn't say. I think it's enjoyable to watch. I think it has great actors who do a great job. It's one of my all-time favorites. Like, easily a four because it is very enjoyable. I don't... I've seen it a lot. And I never tire of seeing it, so it's a four. Easy. Like I said, there's nothing more for me to add other than what y'all said. That's just, it's a good one. I like it. It is a good one. Well, I mean, we can't really suck Billy Zane's dick too much I mean, we did enough, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Zane did, he shined in this movie. He's so great in it. But yeah, I think it's a four. Like like I said, I very much enjoy (laughs) it, so. When you look at Billy Zane... William Sadler, and I'd say even Jada Smith. How did they not do more? I agree. I agree. It's, it's kind it, of the it's, same. It's the same thing we talked about with the Last Boy Scout, right? Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Why How did you? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you get more out of Damon Wayans? What happened? Yeah. yeah. Any, it's a good point. 
It's funny because uh, the chick, what was her, C.S. Ponder, is that her name? I cannot remember her uh, name. It yeah, is a name yeah, like she's that. A Haitian she, she's a Haitian actress or something. She's like, the, yeah. she is the I boss actually owner. I love her, yeah. She's the owner. Yeah. Right? Speaking of her, Courtney brought up something that was like, what? I missed it every time. But after she's done lost her arm, and you know, we, you know, she has the miraculous recovery, but she's going through one of the doors, right? And she has something in her hand. What is it? Like a I don't gun? remember now. It's something she can't drop. Yeah. And she walks through, and obviously someone opened the fucking door for her. She, the door just opens in front of you. You hear the doorknob and everything, but she's coming through with something up, like in her hand. And I was like, oh, no, my God. No, she has a shotgun in her yeah. hand. And the other one's and then gone. no hand yeah. on the other side. But it was just hilarious. Yeah. But, you know, she, she was one of the chosen ones. Because yeah. she rejected She Billy did Zane. reject it. Well, there, was, there were seven of them. Seven people that could have been a chosen one. And it ultimately came down to who was left alive. Billy Zane except her. Or and her and Jada, Jada Pico Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. And then she sacrificed herself. She did, and that was pretty fucking noble. Which was very Aliens-esque. I don't know if y'all remember Aliens, where... Yeah, I do. But the other dude fucking uh, stayed with her. I know it's for moral support and shit, but it's like, dude, she's doing it because she's bleeding out. She's not going to survive the night. He runs. He's tired. Fuck it. You know, I'm not trying to be like, whatever. It's very valiant. Okay, do your thing. But she's not going to survive the night. So she's Maybe he thinks they're going to lose. So he just wants to go ahead and opt out just I mean, in maybe. case. He's like, look, I've been running my fat ass off for way too long. But anyway. All right. So I didn't mean to bring it back to that. You're good. That is it for Demon Knight. Maybe at some point in the future we cover Bordello of Blood. I know that Josh loves it. I don't love it. I just don't hate Josh it. Josh loves it. I think Maybe it's a fun movie. we come back to it. Josh, any final words? Uh, no. Billy's out right. for president 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Courtney, anything? Uh, no, I mean, it was fun. Thanks for having me again. Enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. All right. Daniel, anything? <laughs> Uh, no, no, that's it, man. It very fun to do another one. Uh, until Daniel's next looking time. cute tonight, though. I am Daniel's looking yes. cute now. <laughs> <laughs> nah. All right, this bullshit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, everyone. Good all right, okay, uh, man. <laughs> cool. Thank you for my chance to say final shit, Daniel. Bastard, Daniel, take us out. Take hey, us out. Daniel. No, I didn't get my chance to talk. Shut up, Josh. Hey, Jesus. look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a personal attack. No. Anyways, hey, guys, we appreciate you listening to us. Thank you, as always. Daniel, take us home. Yeah, keep listening <laughs> to what we put out. Wow. It'll be fun. All right, well, that was fun. All right, see y'all later, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.